Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. Hello. And tonight, we got the singer-songwriter, Dano. Dano. Oh, welcome. Yay! Oh, thank you, thank you. How are you doing tonight? Great. So happy to hang out with you guys tonight. Awesome. Nice. Any trouble getting to the place? I did almost pass it. Or, no, I did definitely pass it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely did. <laughs> Let's just, you know, stay yeah, the record there. Yeah, it's easy to fly right by. <laughs> I've been coming here for a long time, and I still almost fly by it. <laughs> ah, I know where I'm going. Anyway, so we like to start things off. How did you get started playing music? Well, that's a loaded question. Oh. And uh, if you have three hours, I'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the short version is uh, I started in music like when I was six or seven doing uh, musical theater in like my local plays and stuff like that. And I did choir the whole nine yards. And I actually was doing classical uh, music, uh, you know, for the start of my singing. So I started taking classical voice lessons and I was singing opera <laughs> all the time. <laughs> wow. And uh, even um, it, there was kind of like a, a pivotal point in my music career because when I was in high school, I got the opportunity to sing with uh, some local bands. Okay. And so my first opportunity doing it was uh, one of the local bands reached out and just asked me to do some background vocals. And I loved it like so much more than any of the classical music. So that was kind of the first point that I was like, mm, is this really what I want to do? That's where you caught the bug. Yeah. 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 And then I joined, um, uh, well, I had one rock band, but then one, one was, uh, I was in for over a year and that we had such a blast. We toured the country. It was amazing. Uh, but then the band broke up when we got back from our tour uh, okay. <laughs> and I did have to go to college. So I decided to go for music ed, um, but was there for a little while and hated it. I just hated classical <laughs> and, you know, no offense to classical. It's, it's great to listen to. I just didn't want to sing and I wanted to sing rock and contemporary, but then I ran into this other issue, which was, I didn't know how to sing rock and contemporary, which is completely different from classical. And so it was really frustrating for me from being able to sing like difficult, complex arias to like not being able to sing Britney Spears well. Okay. And so um, I gave up on music for like almost 10 years. And I'm just like, it's not for me. I can't do it. And so I graduated in sociology. I transferred schools, went to Rutgers and gave up music for good. And then, um, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago, I was sitting on the beach at Asbury and I was like, why do I hate my life right now? Like I just gotten married to my wonderful husband. He's great. We just bought a cute little condo close down the shore. I had a great job and I'm like, there's no reason that I shouldn't be happy right now. And uh, I knew it was because I am a singer, I'm a songwriter and I haven't been doing that. So, so I, this is very recent that this just happened. Yeah. Probably okay. within, um, yeah, I think it was the summer of 2019 was okay. when I really made that decision. But the issue is, is I knew that I had a lot to learn. Um, I had to relearn how to sing from scratch. Um, I had to relearn how to write music and to write contemporary music. And so it was quite a journey, but it's been so much fun and so fulfilling. And I'm so glad that I got over myself and just <laughs> dove in to finally do it. So you're, you're classically trained. 
Technically. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then you're making the switch. Now, how difficult of the switch is it from classical to, we'll just say contemporary or pop? Yeah. You know? Very, very difficult. Okay. So there's there's only a few things that really like are the same. And one of those is breath. Like that's good. You know, your breathing is breathing no matter what mm-hmm. you're singing. But in classical, it's all very head voice like that like operatic it's all up here like in this type of voice and so much vibrato whereas and also in classical there is a correct vowel sound for each vowel sound like you say you sing each of these words this way depending on what language you're speaking on speaking in like it's very very structured whereas pop is you're barely even enunciating and if you enunciate too much you sound like musical theater and it doesn't sound good and also you're singing in your chest voice and your mixed belt voice so one of the things that pissed me off the most is switching is i could sing these loud high notes beautifully like operatically but i couldn't belt for the life of me and it sounded horrible it sounded like i was screaming and um I finally knew that I had to get a voice teacher because YouTube got me pretty far in, <laughs> in like learning contemporary singing, but I was just stuck. And finally, I've been with my vocal coach for almost a year now, and I'm starting now to, to really, really see the results of that. So, okay, awesome. Yeah, shout That's out to great. my vocal coach. <laughs> see, she did it the right way. I've been trying to sing for 10, over 10 years. I'm still well, you're terrible. a different story. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so currently, you're working as just solo singer, singer songwriter. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, how do you go about recording your songs? Or, well, let's start with writing. How do you go about writing? Is yeah. it is it like a realistic thing that's happened to you, or is it a made up story that you would love to follow? So that's another great question because uh, I try. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, when I when I first like made that decision that I wanted to do music again. Um, I was writing these like generic pop songs that weren't meaningful at all, but I thought that they were would be like catchy. And I'm performing them, and they just they just sucked. Like they were just flat. I shouldn't. I don't want to say they sucked because they weren't like bad songs. It wasn't songs. you. You didn't it believe was, in what you did. Exactly. It was like it wasn't the whole point. Like the reason I decided to do this is to be myself. Mm-hmm. And the issue was is I don't like being myself, or at least I didn't at the time. So that's a whole nother mental journey to like figure out how I can actually write honestly and share how I'm honestly feeling with the world through music. Um, but once I did kind of the mental work to, to be able to write honestly and authentically, I started writing um, songs that were meaningful and it really has been so much more fulfilling. Did so you feel like it came out better. Uh, yes. Yeah. And even, you know, the quality of the songs might be the same, but the performance is so different. And we touch on that a lot on here is a lot of music today is people writing what they think people want to hear. And then, like you said, it kind of comes off a little flat and it's like the, the passion isn't in it. But when you write for a song for yourself, it's 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 all there. Yes. I love the way you said that, too. And it really is writing for yourself, because if you write for yourself, someone else is going to resonate with that. And it's going to be so cool. Like I just did a gig over the weekend and, um, I wrote, I have a song called renovating. That's about making all these changes that I'm making. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's nothing special or fancy, but a woman came crying to me after the show and she's like, your song was really just what I needed to hear. And that almost made me cry. I was like, that's amazing. Just because that wouldn't have happened if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable and that's that's why you do it that's what it's all about 
It's making that connection with it. It doesn't matter whether like a million people or even one person. That that connection is what it's all about. Absolutely. It really is. <laughs> so let's strike down the uh, the recording process. Like how do you do it? All right, you're classically trained. So I'm going to assume click track. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's great. And I, I do applaud that because I love people that come to the studio Oh, click, click. Okay, play. All right, no problem. And just start doing it. It's great. Makes my life easier. Yes, I love it. Um, no, the click is everything. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so your timing is excellent. So, okay, walk, walk me through the process then. Like, you know, sure. we got your tempo. You're doing a keyboard, keyboard and singing. Are you breaking it up? Like... Yeah, so usually when I record, I do one instrument at a time, okay. and I do it all at my home studio. I don't have like the fanciest gears, but gear, but I have Logic and you know um, a tiny little vocal booth in my closet. Okay. <laughs> Just put some moving blankets on, you know, yeah. get your mic in there and whatnot. So yeah, I'll usually just record myself into Logic. Um, I am not a mixing mastering engineer and I'll never claim to be. So usually once I have my tracks, I'll edit my vocals myself and then I'll hand them over, oh, send them over to a mixer. That's smart because then you get somebody else's taste on there. That's and right. Maybe they'll see your vision or maybe add to it, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. So just piano and vocals. Yes. So that's not the long-term goal. Um, I was planning on working with uh, a producer. I just had to fire her, unfortunately. So (laughs) you heard it here. You're fired. You know, so that set set me back, but eventually I do want, you know, more of the poppy sound and I cannot play drums for the life of me. Logic drummer gets me enough to record it, but I need to be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I need like actual. (laughs) When you get to that point too, there's always, there's studio musicians all over the place. Just guns for hire. You could say, here, play this and. Exactly, exactly. And the cool thing is you could do it like, you know, locally, Mm -hmm. um, which is amazing. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So YouTube channel, you seem to be that very present internet. Thanks. Okay. (laughs) So let's talk about your YouTube channel. Like, you know, you do, um, what was it? There's a, you listen. Yes. let's, Let's go through all the things you do because you know what? Our generation doesn't do that or doesn't know about it or... You know, so let's let's get your perspective on. Okay, well, we're gonna listen to it was some record. I can't remember which one it was, but uh, I saw that. I saw you did a couple covers, which we all do. Yep, yep. But let's talk about this listening or preview. Sure. Yeah. So I will say um, the thing with YouTube, and I think a lot of social channels, is it's trial and error, Mm -hmm. and the not the issue. I mean, it's a good and a bad thing, but with YouTube, the videos take a lot of time to produce. So, um, it really sucks doing trial and error when you spend like 12 hours on a video and it gets like 50 views. Um, but when I first started my channel, I didn't know what I was doing, which is fine. Um, but I was, I thought that I wanted to like break down pop songs, um, as a way to help me be a better songwriter because what I would do on my own before I had a YouTube channel is I would listen to the songs with a notepad and be like, okay, I like that they did this. I like that they did did this. And then when I go to write my own music, I can be like, oh, when they did like that octave layer in the vocals, that was so dope. So I'm going to put that in my own song. Um, But those videos were taking so long to do because I would like research them and I would like get sound bites to show exactly my point. And anyway, I was spending all this time and it resonated with people, but I hated doing them. So I was like, I have to switch. (laughs) So then I almost had a cop out moment where I was like, maybe I can't do the music thing, but maybe I can help other artists with their social media marketing. Um, I do have a degree in marketing. So I was like, maybe I could do that. Um, 
But then I was making those videos and it didn't resonate with people. So I'm like, okay, I got to find that sweet spot of doing something that I like and that other people like <laughs> listening to. And so it just happened on a whim that I just wanted to post something really quick. And I was like, I'm just going to do the thing where I listen to the album. And instead of like researching and prepping and doing the sound bites, I'm just going to stop it and be like, that part was really cool because X, Y, Z. And that was the sweet spot that I found. Okay. So people really enjoyed that. It's still as much information as my original goal, but without having to put in all this prep work. It's also more casual. Like it almost okay. feels like more like hanging out. And so I love, love, love doing that. Um, so the reaction uh, videos, I guess you yeah, could say, yeah. that's what I call it. <laughs> um, they're pretty popular on YouTube. So Okay. That, it's definitely different. Or maybe it's not different, but it's different for me. Or my age yeah. group, whatever you want to call us. Um, we're dinosaurs, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with the YouTube, we're going to continue on a little bit. You're eventually going to put, I guess, maybe hopefully a EP, a full length, single. Yes. How do you go about promoting it? How are you going to promote yourself? You know, futuristic planning. Yeah. So um, I definitely think that you need at least a month uh, to promote. Um I actually took, uh, there's an online course called Rocker Next Release <laughs> that it really, really helped because I hadn't released music since uh, my band days in like 2007. Okay. So a lot has changed <laughs> since then. Like yeah. we didn't even have Spotify. I don't think at least our music wasn't on Spotify back then. So it, it's like a, a whole thing that you have to learn. But um, it seems that in addition to like you know, marketing strategy with Facebook and Instagram ads and all that stuff. You also have to have a Spotify playlist strategy because a lot of the ways that you're getting heard is by being on playlist mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily, I mean, if you get on a Spotify curated playlist, like that's amazing, yeah. but really, you know, realistically, I'm not going to get on that <laughs> right away, but you can see, you know, what, um, other local artists are, if they have like really good listens, you can look and see which playlist they're getting a lot of their listens from. Oh, okay. And right in the playlist description, it usually has the contact information of the person uh, that runs it. So it's kind of like... I'm learning something, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, I just let other people do it. I don't care. But it's like, oh, that's how they do that. So, oh, yeah, bitch. yeah. <laughs> so Spotify playlisting is huge. Um, but, you know, also, if you can get like a fun release show with some great bands mm -hmm. on, on a ticket to bring uh, that, some folks out. That's our out. speed. You put out an album, you, you, you go play shows to support it. That's yeah. That's Hell the way, yeah. That's the way Maybe it a all, mini tour. Yeah. That's mm. the way it's always been. <laughs> so let's talk about the obvious that we were talking about before. You quit your job. I quit my job. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. So what's next? What, what, what's the plan? Yeah. So the plan is I'm picking up a part-time job just because okay. I do have bills to pay. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, besides that, the first thing that I'll be doing is uh, building my freelance vocal business. So the cool thing is, is um, especially over the pandemic, I've really met so many incredibly talented artists from all over the world, like mm -hmm. literally. <laughs> so it's really awesome that you can collaborate with artists anywhere. And I actually booked my first client <laughs> last oh, wow. week. So I'm so excited. Um, okay. but yeah, I love doing it. I can do it at my home studio. So yeah. really trying to promote that and get as many clients as possible. I'll have to get your number and everything. So if I know somebody that needs something, I can push them your way. Yes, so. please do. Well, I'll give them a friend cool. discount. Okay. <laughs> but that was pretty, that's pretty cool that you're, you're, you're giving it that, like, that's a nice plan because you know what? There are a lot of people that look for, oh, I need vocals. I'd love a female vocalist. I don't know anybody. Yeah. Especially, especially like a strong female vocalist yeah. to do backs backups and you know like all the little harmonies in the background stuff floating on top and 
Thanks. I love doing harmonies. My best friend is in like a really hard metal band. Mm -hmm. And actually, that's like the only time I'll ever bring out my opera. And he's like, I uh, want like sick opera harmonies in the back. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> that's, cool. that's awesome. That is cool. So you're doing that like so anything for you. You know, are you going to put out an EP? Are you going to do? So I was planning on putting out um, an EP, um, but with the situation with my producer, I am going to change gears a little. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I wrote a series of songs in the pandemic kind of about like my growth process. Okay. Um, and so I think I might just hire a producer to to mix those at, or, you know, to record them, but keep them kind of very acoustic-y sounding okay. and just get them out of the way because I do want to take my music in a new direction, like more upbeat, dancey pop. But I also really want to release those songs because they're so special to me and they're like yeah. so such a part of this journey. So I'm like, maybe if I just release like the four acoustic, I guess I can call it an EP, get that out of the way like early next year. And then really start diving in and to you the know, more that's, heavily that's produced stuff. That's where you made stuff. that U-turn and took off on your journey. Yep, yep. That's, that's pretty awesome, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Matt, anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, or? is there something that you want something to you want to bring up? No, no. Just that I'm so happy to be here and um, it feels so great. Like... That music is my career. This is my first like full day doing the music full time. My last day at work was Friday, so that all coincided fairly well, huh? Yeah. No, this go. is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> you planned so. this well probably like a month ago, right? Yeah. yeah Actually, was, probably before I knew I was leaving. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we, we, we put this one away always out because we, we've been pretty busy. So yeah, yeah. It worked out pretty good. It really did. So <laughs> go ahead, there, Matt. You got your question. All right. For our, our final question to this part. If there's one thing you could change about the music scene, what would it be and why? Just one singular thing. It's Don't worry, you can take, a blanket, a, you can take your time. It's a tough one. <laughs> Musicians get paid better. Uh, <laughs> all right. One realistic thing. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I will say I would love to see more women in the industry, especially at the producer level and the mixing and mastering at, uh, level. Um, there's plenty of females that sing and are artists, but um, I don't know, you know, it, what it is about some of the more like technical careers, but would definitely love to see uh, more women in, in those fields. Yeah, I wonder why that is, too, because, I mean, I know a couple and they're good, you know, like, I, I, but there's not a lot. You're right. There's not a lot. I honestly think part of it is that there are no women. <laughs> there's so little like, you know, people like to do things that they see themselves in. So I think it'll be a snowball effect. The more women you get doing it, the more. Yeah, it'll build up over time. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got what? What's her? Uh, Linda Perry. Four non-blondes. Yeah. She like hit a, wrote a hit song and then never returned. Just did Pink. Did uh, Christina Aguilera. Wow. Oh, she's a great engineer producer. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, there it's probably a little more underground than what we know, but I'm sure there's there's a couple that I know of that are really good engineers, so Yeah. I mean, you know. Fingers crossed that there's more people <laughs> that join them and <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. So So uh why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, you know, where you're at socials? Sure. So the best place to find me is on Instagram. I'm really, really active That's where there. I found you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, at Dano Lady Be Good. Uh, all one word. 
All right. And YouTube channel is the same thing? Yep. If you search Dano Lady Be Good, you'll find it. Um, I think my YouTube channel is Dano Space Lady Be Good, but you'll find it if you type that in. There's, I don't think there's any other Dano Lady Be Good. So yeah, it's, it's, definitely a, it's definitely a one of a kind name. And if you want to get a hold of us, you want to come on the podcast, you got right up in the top corner there, jsmpinfo at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to go get set up in the other room, and uh, Dano is going to give us a little in-studio performance. A collection of unread messages, sip by day and time, and displaying a case made of plastic. At the center of my mind, I'm breaking in with a bobby pin. Take them out one by one Can't change what I did back then But I can change the end So I layer on every word you said Till it soaks beneath my skin When it feels like no one's listening I am I'll be the one I'll be the one Gonna tap into you Quiet in your bedroom I'll be the one, I'll be the one, I'll be the one ooh, 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 ooh. Now realize I can see you with the lights on Your place is safe inside of my makeshift basement apartment Every time I close my eyes Cause I'm framing every phrase that you ever explain Gonna keep you by my side I'll never let you go, I'll never let you be alone So I'll layer on every word you said Till it soaks beneath my skin When it feels like no one's listening I am I'll be the one ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll be the one Then it's happening to you I'll be the quiet in your bedroom I'll be the one I'll be the one I'll be the one ooh, 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 ooh. Now realize or realize just how I'm gonna get to you I'll dive inside from the highest heights the fall is worth finding you I think it's finally safe to say I'll be the one I'll be the one It's happening to you who I'll be the quiet in your bedroom Wandering through a pale daydream that's fake and mine, sedated by routine. Mm. He barges in without a doorbell ring, hands in the air, a cry to the enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna fight right now, I don't wanna let you let me down, I don't wanna go. Oh. Then I notice you from a sideways view, and I'm wondering if you could see me too. I'm looking at you I'm looking at you I'm looking at you I'm looking at you
You appeared when these fences grew Got caught up in a concrete room, I know Feeling safe when you're out of sight But Stockholm tries to justify the vice mm -hmm. I don't want to fight right now I don't want to let me let you down I don't want to go oh. So I'll storm the staircase covered in vines Pins and needles beating as a find I'm looking at you I'm looking at you I'm looking at you I'm looking at you ooh, ooh. And maybe you got my attention And now my lips are craving Addicted to the sound Oh, money, you I taste it, what I'm needing And you give me a reason Finally looking in Now right back at you Looking at you Wandering through a pale daydream This vacant mind sedated by routine On the other line of my wake-up call The sweetest sound, oh, can I let you fall? I'm terrified you're trusting me But we both know I'm the only one you got And I'm stronger than always before And I just want you to supposed to be you tear me down like wallpaper and expose my wooden beams didn't make you feel better didn't make you feel now I'm renovating and it's so liberating honestly I never really like that place and I'm so damn glad I could start again now I'm renovating so low isolated in an empty room an echo chamber made me feel so small without you 
So tear me down like wallpaper and expose my wooden beams. Light me on fire, I'll build it higher and set it in concrete. Now I'm renovating, and it's so liberating. Honestly, I never really liked that place, and I'm so damn glad I could start again. Now I'm renovating solo. More than you thought. Watch me prove you wrong and get what I want. I can do much more than you thought. Watch me prove you wrong and get what I want. I can do much more than you thought. So tear it down, I'll make it Make me. 
Thanks again for coming out. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you guys so, so much for having me. You are the best, and it was such a blast. Awesome. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode of the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. <laughs> Bye.